Okay. I've already failed once. I No. <laughs> no, don't worry. I'm actually recording. But oh, I God, I had to look at mine. <laughs> I try to be very swift and efficient and not too noisy when I'm plugging my headphones in because you have yeah. to listen to that shit. Uh-huh. And I could not get these headphones plugged in for the fucking life of me. <laughs> and now when you listen to this before you edit that out, it's just going to be like 20 seconds of just you just hearing like me going, what the fuck? God, like it's just sorry. Just sorry. I'm starting out real strong here. Sorry. an apology <laughs> I love it I love it would also you know what I pulled my research up oh boy we Amy. could all oh you know what um, I need Amy, a do-over we're just all crazy right now uh, this one's this I know we've been there and I know we've acknowledged it but also this is a weird one right now I feel like at the time we're recording this there's just a lot of confusion about what actually is going on. And then there's like all these new traumas on top of the already like long-standing trauma. And I know. <sighs> you know, the the lovely lady that I nanny for said the same thing today. I don't even know mm. what prompted it. But it was like, yeah, we we, we get chatty after each shift. And I, like said the exact same thing, Tammy, because yeah. it's so true. I'm hoping to by the time this comes out hopefully some things will be settled but but right now a big thing I'm thinking about I'm seeing all my friends you know sending their kids to school and it's so scary for so many people so so scary I know all of my friends especially the ones in Florida like they've all started they've all gone back out here in California it's just restarting yeah and Mm -hmm. it's it's so, so scary. And, and yeah, like it depends on where you are in the country. But like my girlfriends yeah. who all live in Florida, thankfully, they're all like democratic and liberal. Yeah. Like uh, they're, they're us. Uh, but living in, well, you know what it's like. Uh, you live in Texas. But, you know, they, they're all about masks and vaccines, but their kids are too young. And they were, we were just doing like a back to school, like, oh, sending us their pictures and stuff through text. Mm-hmm. And and they were like, oh, yeah, the Florida acts as if, COVID does not exist there is there's not a backup plan for online learning if you don't there's not an option for online learning it's you're all in or you're not your kid is not getting educated (sighs) see and they had they had like a you could choose to in a lot of places you could choose online learning but that window closed like two weeks ago and then the governor was like, oh, and by the way, you can't mandate masks. And so most of our, it's illegal to mandate masks. And most of our larger school districts, like Dallas ID, Dallas ISD, I think was the first, was like, yeah, fuck you. Good. We're going to mandate masks and we'll pay your fucking fine or whatever. Oh, nice. Um, I mean, I hate and, that they have to do that, but yes. Yeah, there's been all these fights, like a judge issued an injunction. And we went we went mask mandate back in place in Dallas County a couple of days ago um, due to this emergency injunction. Now it's all getting fought and everything. But I will say this, I, I'm, I'm mostly back 
to lockdown, I think. I told you I, I went to the movie last Sunday because I was like, yeah, this is the last time I think I'm leaving my house for a while. Yep. So yep. I'll go I'll go I'll go to this like ill attended movie. Yeah. Um you're, you know you're like before Delta lockdown happens and uh-huh. I was like Oh my God, we're gonna yeah. go into lockdown, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. It's it's exhausting and you know it what? Is. We're we just all need to be gentle with ourselves and and with others. I'm saying that, but I don't believe it. I so. can see. If only you could see Tammy's expression <laughs> when she said that. Like, she's really trying to convince you herself. Know, and I get that. You know, you know why? Oh, my God. I haven't told you this. Okay. So remember I sent you that text the other day and I was like, I should go here. Yeah. Guess what? What? I went to church. You did it. I did. I went Yay. to an online church. I went to Unitarian Universalist service. Yay. So it was like, so it was an online service uh, that was all kind of like pre-recorded, but it was, you know, we all had our cameras on live and, and then afterwards that we, they took like a 15 minute break and then you got to come back and do a talk back session that was like, you know, what did you get out of this lesson or whatever? And, you know, it was a small group. It was mostly older people, a couple of younger people. Um, but like, it was amazing because legitimately, like the first question out of the gate, it was one of the other guys. And he was like, I have a question. Do I have to believe in the inherent good of people to be a Unitarian? And it was just like, boom. Wow. And we just had the most loving thought-provoking like gentle but clear discussion amongst people that I've ever experienced like people would literally like raise their hand and get called on and just express and it was so much like thank you so much for bringing this to the table or I just want to acknowledge what she said you know it was just legitimately the best thing I've ever done I mean it was exactly what I'm craving everyone was so welcoming Uh, it was again just delightful to hear I mean there then there's like a bunch of atheists in there too who are just like yeah because God doesn't exist so that's fine you know like just love being in a church where everyone's like cool with that and and also that other people are like and you think God exists and that's cool too like whatever I just don't right you know right um and it was just really wonderful and exactly what I needed so I guess what I'm saying is I'm encouraging people you know Rather than being optimistic about what is like when everything opens, when this is over, whatever, you know, within the bounds of what is healthy for you to take on, like find something now Mm. that is helpful, you know, because that was my thing. I've been back in Dallas for over a year now. I have been in lockdown basically that whole time I have not Mm. had an opportunity to like make local friends it's really starting to weigh on me I was thinking oh I'll join a book club blah 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 blah. and I finally just got to the point where I was like you know what this is online I'm just gonna do this and like was it incredibly awkward and like what do I wear to this online church of people I don't know and like literally as my zoom was turning on I could hear someone say don't know who this person is Ah. Uh, you know (laughs) like like "Ah, it's me I'm weird and new (laughs) But it was so wonderful and worth it. I, you know, you never know if it's going to be a good opportunity or, or, or not a good experience or not. But, you know, take the leap because we're going to be in this for a long time. And I yes. think that yes. we would just be better off saying yes today in the ways that we can so that we're not starting from sub-zero when we eventually do get 
back out there. So. Yes. Oh, anyway. Tammy, that's amazing. I'm so happy for you. So proud of you. That's excellent advice. Excellent advice. Thank you. Oh, and this kind of spiritual awakening oh, yeah. is uh, is the uh, exact thing we're talking about in both the spirit form and human <gasps> form on Banshees and Booze. A paranormal <laughs> podcast. With a shot of liquid courage. Hallelujah. I loved that. Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Delightful, Amy. Delightful. Oh my gosh, that's so great, though. I I attended Uni- Unitarian Universalist Church in two different locations, like not mm-hmm. regularly. I just was testing the waters. Loved yep. it. Loved it. There really wasn't mm-hmm. anything I disliked, except that it was so long ago. I was pretty young and just yeah wasn't ready to commit to anything. Nah. But I really so I was I was raised Catholic, and I've got all the sacraments mm-hmm. except for marriage. <laughs> you know, and they probably would turn on me anyway because I'm divorced. <laughs> you know, it was funny with um, when we were in there, one of the ladies was saying she called herself a recovering Catholic. Oh, I love and, that. And she said, you know, one of the things was, you know, she would ask a lot of questions and nobody had any answers for her. And they kind of got annoyed with her. And then when she came to Unitarian Church, she asked some questions and everyone said, that is a great question. Let's talk about that. And she said, and two weeks later, I signed up and I've been here ever since. So I just love that. I love that. I love that. It was just smart, kind people and like just, yeah, really nice. And like, you know, again, like silly to say, I think, but hearing like wokeness coming from the like accent of my youth is just it gives me like just the warm feelings that I can't even describe you know it's like it sounds it's home folk but they're like also my pronouns are she and her you know my my pronouns are Uh, (laughs) y'all okay I'm making that shirt (laughs) my pronouns are y'all I'm gonna make one for New Yorkers that says my pronouns are you guys you guys That's so funny. I love that. Well, you know, as someone who grew up in the Catholic Church, you know, we had mm-hmm. to. I never did because I thought, ew, I'm not putting my lips on that chalice. I was fucking nasty, y'all. Mm-hmm. I used guys. Um, but you had to drink the blood of Christ. Amy, and you're fucking killing me with these transitions today. So well. You're fucking killing me. Somebody stop me. Oh, my <laughs> God. And, you know. Who else drinks blood, Tammy, but... Why, vampires. Uh, 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 yes, Wumpier. <laughs> That's right, we're doing vampires. I believe when I suggested this, my reasoning was, why the fuck not? It's <laughs> on our little spreadsheet. It says, uh-huh. why not? Um, exactly. But yes, it's why the fuck not, man. I yeah. loved it. So naturally, my drink for this is the blood of Christ. Not really. Uh-huh. Um, it's <laughs> sangria because uh-huh. I said it off air, but I'm going to say it again because uh-huh. everyone needs to hear sa- sangre is is means blood in Spanish. And like uh-huh. when my husband told me that, I was like, that's why it's called sangria? Oh, it's like like, like little blood little, or something. Little bit of blood, a little bit of blood, and a lot little of bit bloody. of fruit. Uh, little bloody, so, uh, little fruity. I just, I'm doing some, it's not traditional sangria, it's red wine, 
with spices mm-hmm. and some fruit. Um, Love it. But it's uh, not as cold as I would like it to be, to be totally honest. Mm. But Tammy, you know that you I'm... make do. You know what I'm using the glass. Partners in wine. And tell me. Amy? Tell me this is the day, Tammy. Burr, 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 burr. Oh my God, we did Today's it. the did day. It. We did it. We both have the glass. We both have the glass. Tammy, I am so fucking excited. <laughs> me too. Me too. I, was... I didn't want to jinx it. I got. I went in there and I literally picked up my jam jar and then was like, oh, wait a minute. I did the same thing. I was like, <laughs> oh my God. So I was just going to grab whatever glass came first. Yeah. And now I'm like, wait. Wait no. a minute. This could be. <laughs> Finally be the day where we this is the both day. drink wine out of our partners in wine glass because it's never we are happened. Partners in partners in wine and I love oh, it. This makes me so happy. Um and we're both Ugh. drinking wine all we're both I've got a little nothing fancy, just a little Pinot Noir, because yeah, vampires, blood, red wine, get the Duh. fuck over it. Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh, well, cheers to that. To cheers to my partner my in wine. Partner in wine. My mm. blood sister. Mm. Or blood buddies. What were those called? Blood buddies. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's really good. I don't know. What was that old school thing for like yeah, friendship? You would make a little cut on your. I never did it because I was like yeah. a germaphobe, but you would cut yeah. your palm and think so would your friend. Ours was, it was fingers. You poke your oh, finger. I what, also yeah. didn't do it because I am uh, of the correct age that I knew about AIDS already. So. Yes. That's <laughs> what it was when we were kids too. It was poking the finger. And I would see in yeah. movies, like they would do the palm of their hand yeah. and shake. But yeah, you'd poke It's a very Klingon thing too. Yeah. Klingons do that. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, yes, we did grow up in that generation of eight, the AIDS epidemic. And mm-hmm. also I was like, Ew, uh, Ew. I'm not making myself bleed on purpose. Yeah, no. That's nasty. Ridiculous. Uncalled so for. So gross. So gross. What am I, a vampire? I don't want to mm. mix my blood with anyone else's. That's nasty. Mm-mm-mm. Besides, I have the whole my whole life ahead of me to bleed lots of blood. <laughs> gross, yeah. <laughs> and 100%. bond with women over that in public restrooms saying, excuse me, do you have do you a have- tampon? Girl, I got you. I did that the other day for the first time. Like someone in the bathroom was like, "Do you do you have a tampon?" And I was like, "Actually, I do." Oh, doesn't that just make you feel a hundred percent? It really does. There's something about it that I'm just like, I get so proud to be like, yes, mm-hmm. yes, because you know when you're in that position, how awful it feels. And yeah. you just like even to have to ask a stranger and for them to yeah. like not be able to help you. I was just absolutely thrilled that I could say yes. Maybe that was uh. I'm sure I've told you about this before. I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast. Because why wouldn't I talk about my first period on the podcast? Um, I'm sure. I'm surprised we haven't. Starting in in like like late middle school, I would say, my mom was so responsible. She made me a little emergency period kit, right? Yeah. So it was a little cute little pouch that had extra pair of underwear, some wipes, some pads. And, you know, so it was just like if it happens at school, you know, you, you've at least, you're prepared at least. So I didn't get my period until I was fucking six, almost 16 years old. Oh my gosh. And um, I gave the contents of that emergency thing away to like 12 people. Like I would literally come home and be like, I need more pads. My mom would be like, ah, and I'd be like, not for me. Not yet. Uh, That's so cute. Also straight up, like two of my friends had their first periods at sleepovers at my house. And I was just like, come on. 
And when am I going to be a woman? Everyone's bodies knew it was safe to start near you because you would have <laughs> yeah. them covered. I was so like, prepared. No worries. I got it. I've got you. <gasps> I'll never forget. One of my friends, we were literally, we had like a... There was a swing in the front yard. It was like one of those like circle swings where you'd like oh, yeah. sit on, uh-huh. you know, and, um, and, and what <laughs> the other girls was like, what's that on your pants? Mm. And she's like, I don't know. Like she went inside and then she was gone for a real long time. Aww. And like my mom brought her back outside. Oh my <laughs> Everyone God. was like, what was that? And she goes, what do you think, Tara? <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget that. What do you think, Tara? <laughs> There was something on my pants in my crotch area, and I was gone I've for a got long time. New borrowed pants on, and Tammy's mom brought me back. What do you think it was, Tara? <laughs> I love that. God, I would have said the same fucking thing. What do you think, Tara? <laughs> Poor Tara. Oh, Tara. she was the other friend that started at my house. Oh so. my gosh, uh, everyone was anyway. syncing up but you at your house. <laughs> Yeah. I almost had a driver's license before my period. It's embarrassing. I'm just young. I'm oh, young. you are. You're very young. Your body knew that it's not so fun and uh, yeah. was kind Why enough to wait. This? Yeah. yeah. I know every girl's like, I want to. I started, I was 11. I was not happy. Yeah. Not happy at all. My mom, this is not surprising, but unlike yours, never prepared us for anything. So yep. I did the old-fashioned stick underwear. I mean, stick toilet paper in your underwear mm-hmm. and walk around like it never happened. Yeah. Throw the undies out when you got home and ask your sister. Did you, oh, okay. I was going to say, oh, that's right, because you have an older sister. I was going to say, did you did you hide it for a while? Because I've heard about that. I didn't. I, I think I told my older sister, but she only used tampons. So I had to tell mm-hmm. my mom. I was super embarrassed because we never talked about that stuff in my house. And yeah. my mom, she didn't make a big deal of it. She just went to the store and bought pads. But like, no one taught me anything. Like, no one told me like, here's what you do. Here's what to expect. Here, You know, it was just like gross you know I swear to God I don't care if I have boys I'm gonna be like I'm gonna explain to you about periods because hell yeah absolutely. it needs to not be confusing it's like a really super regular thing and like people need to not be weirded out yes it, so. and boys should know all about it as well all about mm-hmm. it I totally agree so on that note Yo, vampires, yeah, vampires. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Let's do you went this. first last time, so I'll go this time with okay. that. Okay. Very much um, okay. I called my article The Lady Vampires of Rhode Island. <laughs> Dude. Oh my God. I'm so fucking excited because this is just a slight spoiler. My vampires are in Vermont. And I was like, Come I was on. like, oh my God. They're neighbors, maybe. We don't know. Pretty much. But also, I was like, Oh, Tammy like is is gonna be so surprised because she's probably gonna do something in Romania yeah, or exactly, like, right? like you know Dracula's hometown or whatever, uh-huh. whatever, and like Transylvania. And I love that we both did like New England. <laughs> I am so proud of us, this USA. Is USA, you <laughs> number one for vampires. <laughs> yeah, energy um, vampires. Uh, <laughs> Dude, oh God, I'm yes. Thrill. Tell me about the vampires of Rhode Island. I will. So my research came from newengland.com, <laughs> locationsoflore.com, and don't you know it? Whoa, 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 Wikipedia. 
Um, okay, so there's two different lady vampires I'm going to talk to you about. Um, the first one is named Mercy Brown. No, not Murphy Brown. <laughs> this is this is not the 1980s. This is the 1880s. <laughs> Close. So, Mercy Brown, here we go. The villagers of Exeter, Rhode Island, knew that farmer George Brown had a problem. So, first, in 1883, his wife Mary succumbed to a mysterious illness. And then six months later, his 20-year-old daughter, Mary Olive, also Mm -hmm. fell ill and died. Mm. Within the next several years, his 19-year-old daughter, uh, Mercy Brown, remember, Remember, yes. Was also dead. And um, George's teenage son, Edwin, who was a, quote, healthy lad who worked as a store clerk, suddenly became frail and sick. So his whole family is just, like, dropping like flies from, like, a wasting disease. So the village doctor is like, y'all have consumption, which we now know is tuberculosis. Yeah. But here's the thing. At that time, it might not have actually been technically tuberculosis because they used the word consumption to, I learned, I know, um, (laughs) to apply to what they would call wasting diseases. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And wasting diseases is kind of a blanketing, blanketed term for like when your body, you're just like, you lose a ton of weight. You can't eat. You can't drink. You're just like. frail. Yeah. You get pale. You know. When it's children, they call it failure to thrive when they just never, you know. Okay, got it. Okay, yeah. Don't put on weight. Yeah. So this is happening to his his family. All right. So the the doctor says it's consumption, but the country folk of Mm. Exeter had another explanation. I'll bet they did. So on a chilly March afternoon in 1892, a group of men entered Exeter's Chestnut Hill Cemetery and began to exhume the bodies of George Brown's recently dead female relatives. Uh. So his wife and his two daughters. Wait, these are just the villagers that decided to do this? Oh, uh-huh. gross. Yeah. Back when you could just kind of do whatever you wanted. <laughs> um, so what they thought was, okay, they're wasting away, and we as villagers uh, believe that if a family is wasting away, it is because someone is draining the life of them, most mm. likely a recently dead family member, uh-huh. or, you know, draining their life, a.k.a. a vampire. Vampire? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Makes sense. They decided up. exactly, totally logical. Obviously. So because little little Edwin, little nineteen year old Edwin is getting sick, they're like, "We got to save Edwin. Aww. We got to find the vampire. We got to kill the vampire." Aww. So they dug up Mrs. Brown, the the wife, and they're like, "Ew, she's so gross." <laughs> and then they dug up the daughter Mary, and they're like, "Ack, gross, a dead body." <laughs> so then they dug up Mercy Brown. And they, oh, they, you know, hold their noses and prepare to be like, ugh. And they flip open the lid and she looks okay. Oh. And they're like, huh. Well, turns out this is the fucking vampire. Oh, because she looks like pretty good. She's the one drinking the blood. Yeah. I see. I'm following. So they're like, see, she's obviously getting out of the grave every night and sucking the blood and life out of her brother. 
So I would also like to say that Mercy was the third one to die. And that just occurred to me right now. Yeah. So like what yeah. the fuck? I've been following and that also just occurred to me. Like, hmm. yeah. Wouldn't it I did a lot of research oldest? on this too. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So, so they're like, see, she's the vampire. And the doctor's like, gentlemen. She only died a couple months ago, and it's fucking winter. That's oh. why her body looks fine. You put her in a fridge. Oh, and they were like, my God. Mm, actually, it looks like her nails have grown. Oh, my so God. Then they, that happens, dummies. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Lord. So then they, quote, cautiously prodded the corpse with their shovel. Yeah. <laughs> Leave okay. Murphy Brown alone. Mm-hmm. Cautiously prodding the corpse with their shovel, but then the conclusion was they found it was filled with fresh blood. So how cautiously were you prodding if, if there then was bleeding. blood everywhere? Yeah, yeah. So then they were like, see, fresh blood, clearly a vampire, Mr. <laughs> Doctor. Uh, I think we'll take it from here, bro. We're going to do the only logical thing, which is to remove her heart and liver and burn it. Duh. Obviously. So, I mean, I was totally going to go there, you know, like, of you course. You know, that's it's what like the, the doctor was like, look, we have vaccines. And they're like, um, actually, I believe in faith, not fear. So I'm going to dig up this dead body and burn its heart and liver. And l- let me not stop there. Uh, I don't believe in vaccines. I believe in a holistic uh, healing. So they added the ashes of these these uh, organs to Edwin's medicine. And oddly enough, he died. Okay. <laughs> I thought I totally thought you were gonna make. Oddly enough, he got better. Nope, he fucking died. Wow. So wow. a big whoopsie, but I guess Poor you know Edwin. experimentation. Yeah. So he died. Can you uh, imagine no being led by faith and uh, oh. not like, trusting science and medical doctors and vaccines? Who would do that? Thank goodness that was so long ago. That's mm-hmm. we are. We've come a long way. Thank goodness. <laughs> so, um. All right, so that's pretty much the end of that. I would like to say there's another chapter where the villagers were like, whoops, are bad, we'll make amends. But what really happened is now, for the rest of her life, poor Mercy Brown is known as a vampire. So, And by life, I mean death. Um, and all her organs were burnt for no yeah. reason. That's fucked up. so fucked up. So what's interesting, though, I did like this part. Um there was a uh, there was a really well publicized article written about this whole affair, um, and uh, it, they're pretty sure that a, one Bram Stoker read about this and that this woman was the inspiration for the character of uh, Lucy. You know, so Lucy, you know, Lucy's the one that is the young lady that dies as a vampire and gets up and vampires a lot you know and she totally vampires on everyone she totally vampires a lot and then she gets her head chopped off and stuff so wow anyway. well that's yep. cool at least at least inspired art yeah <laughs> i guess <gasps> um so then the next one you'll kind of like this it's a little adjacent but this is the second vampire i'm going to talk about her name is nelly vaughn um okay in a rural cemetery by an old wooden wooden church 
lies a 19th century grave of a supposed vampire. Um, there's been a lot of stories circulated about this, um, but the most interesting part about it is that it's probably a case of mistaken identity. Oh. Okay. So, for a number of decades, there was a persistent story that Nellie Vaughn uh, was a vampire. Um, people would say that grass and other plants wouldn't grow over her grave and that the grave was sinking into the ground. Um, a lot of this was led on by the epitaph that was on Nellie's tombstone, which read, I am waiting and watching for you. Okay, that's creepy. Yeah, that's it's real really creepy. creepy. You know what? That one could have used a second pass. From yeah. S- get a second set of eyes on that. It is not giving what you think it's giving. <laughs> that's so, so, especially if she's like in spirit form, like, dude, that's not what, no. I didn't. No, that's not what I, just, I said. I know. No. I know you guys were real, real sad, but. I'm not no. waiting and watching at not, all. Not me. I'm having not a this great one. party in the afterlife, bitches. Asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so what the actual history appears to be is that in 1889, Nellie Louise Vaughn passed away from pneumonia at the age of 19. At first, her body was buried at her family's farm. Uh, but in October of that same year, her mother was given permission to move her remains to the public cemetery. So there's no evidence to suggest that like her contemporaries thought she was a vampire, but her epitaph like, it might have read a little differently back then. Like, back then, people might have been like, oh, that's sweet. And that it was mostly just about her dying young. Oh, like, yeah. We just had different. It's like yeah. you had a different sense of humor back then, too, you know? So, okay. So, how do we go from 19-year-old dying of pneumonia with kind of a creepy headstone to vampire? Well, please tell me how. So... There's a possibility that her exhumation may have inspired something. There's there's a uh, belief that high school students may have started this legend in the 60s. Okay, so the story goes there was a high school teacher who was telling their students about the story of a vampire in the local area named Mercy Brown. And the teacher didn't give super specific details. So the students were just kind of like, hold on. There is a fucking vampire buried around here. We're going to go find it. Ah. So they go looking for a grave site that fits the details they had. And they end up finding Nellie Vaughn's uh, and, and like the the not growing on things kind of like mm-hmm. struck with them. So they were just, and then they were like, look at this creepy thing. Oh, my God, it's the vampire. So because these um, uh, kids basically went out looking for trouble. They found it. And poor Nellie Vaughn. So once again, it's basically two not vampires. But we have a little bonus, Amy, because guess what? What? Is there a real vampire? Interestingly, the lore surrounding Nellie Vaughn seems to have shifted to more of a ghostly one. (gasps) Get the fuck out. This is awesome. I'm so excited. Okay. So people have reported hearing a young woman's voice near the gravesite saying, I am perfectly pleasant. I'm scared. I I'm scared. I'm perfectly it's, pleasant. Uh-huh. Okay, it's also get, been said a woman in Victorian clothing has been seen in the cemetery and then vanishes. Some believe because of the vampire confusion, the ghost of Nellie Vaughn is trying to clear her name. Definitely makes so much sense. 
Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's like, no, 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 I'm perfect. I don't know. I just did a little British accent. It's Rhode Island. <laughs> no, no, actually, no. Actually, I'm perfectly pleasant. I'm perfectly pleasant. Oh, my God. Creepy. Ooh. So those are our two vampires in Rhode Island. <laughs> Damn. Who knew such a tiny state could have uh-huh. such big folklore uh-huh. <gasps> wow wow I love it oh my gosh well Tams I have mm-hmm. I now have a bit of a conundrum because okay. my vampire tale takes place in Woodstock Vermont which I was excited about because I've been to Woodstock Vermont I went to a wedding mm-hmm. there I stayed there for like five days it was so lovely I, I love Vermont mm-hmm. however my okay. story is strikingly similar to your first story about well, well, well. About 1800s Murphy, not Murphy Brown. <gasps> so, I mean, and I'm talking everything from, so this was in 1834, so it's a little earlier than yours. Okay, okay, predating. Um, But I'm, I'm going to skip over so much of the detail because it's very similar. There, uh, the family, the children of the family kept dying of wasting, uh-huh. wasting oh disease. God. I wasn't going to interrupt your story with this stuff because no. it's like your story was amazing and we should, we definitely wanted to keep going. Um, but you have better control than I do too. Uh, <laughs> I would have been like, bitch, that's my story. Well, yours <laughs> was actually way better and was fascinating. So I was totally like, <laughs> oh, sh-. and then I was like, oh, wait, that sounds so familiar. This is so similar to mine. Um, but similar, like there was the story um, there. Uh, it was the Powers family. Um, they lived in Vermont. Uh, the first one of the, the eldest son got sick. He could barely mm-hmm. eat. He same like and then he died. Then the same thing happened to the next child, the other brother. Um, so it was all boys. And then uh, uh, the townspeople got freaked out. <gasps> they thought it was vampirism. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they dug up the body of the eldest son. A boy vampire. A boy vampire this time, Tammy. You did girls, I did boys. Yeah. Maybe they're all dating in the afterlife. Oh, my God. Cute. How cute. It's like, what? Your townspeople thought you were a vampire, too, and dug up your body? Same girl. It's like vampire summer camp, and there's, like, the girl side and the boy side. Look at what we've done. It's adorable. Uh (laughs) Um, uh, Vampire summer camp. So, (laughs) yeah. So they dug him up and they then his body was like grossy gross. And they were like, no, I'm not satisfied. So Uh they dug up the other one. And but okay, so apparently in this article, this is actually from Uh WoodstockVermont.org or dot com, the the blog for the town. So they do make money. They do. Do uh, so this so like vampire panic was a thing in New England at this time, which I never oh my God. knew or heard about. Because I'm thinking cool. Victorian era that was spiritualism and like all about mm-hmm. the ghost stuff, but like vampire panic, I did not think was was ever a thing. So that was like sweeping New England, and uh, mm-hmm. so anyway, so they were all too like uh, familiar with methods of dealing with the undead because like this was happening throughout New England, and right. so turning over a body in the grave was actually super common as was burning the organs and inhaling the smoke or consuming the ash from the organs or decapitation of the dead person i mean okay so like this was a fucking 
thing? At least it seems like my little Exeter mob was at least following a playbook, you know? Like started with the little folks of Woodstock, mm-hmm. Vermont. The little yep. the little old Victorian hippies. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my god, this is yeah, so That's why they were inhaling that smoke. That's right. That's just, <laughs> They were like, "Oh, it's just oh. to make sure it's not really a vampire. We're going to get rid of the vampires, man." As a it is straight vampire strain right here. This will knock your fucking stockings off, man. You smell that, man. <laughs> You're going to pop a corset Dang. over this. <laughs> knock your stockings <laughs> off. <laughs> someone who doesn't like weed, I love weed jokes. <laughs> They light they light a blunt through like like this massive fire that's in the house, yeah. you know, because like just like like throw one more log on that fire. I've got a blunt to light. <laughs> oh my god! Oh lord! Um, yeah, they did they did it all, and they they took out uh the heart of the most recent son that died, and it had fresh blood in it. So, mm. of course, they burnt it just like your girls. Mm-mm-mm. So um, then it was kind of like discounted as like uh, uh, in 1817, there was an outbreak of wasting disease, a.k.a. Mm. tuberculosis. Right. And um, yeah, so it was like all like, oh, you know, we grew up. We got out of that vampire panic mm-hmm. phase and realized, oops, that was all tuberculosis. They weren't actually vampires. My bad. But the <laughs> symptoms are like loss of appetite, um, you know, wasting, like your appearance is wasting away, weakness, fatigue. And those were all of the so-called hallmarks of vampirism. Mm. I mean, if my, it's fucking 1800s, guys. Like people, yeah. this is illness. That's just Pretty what you standard. look like when you're sick. It's not new. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to skip over a lot of this because it's so similar. Um, okay. So I'm really grateful that I went on this blog because I thought the vampire part was fascinating, but then there were like two ghost stories and I was like, you know what? I'm going to include these, even though it has nothing to do with the vampires. Yeah. And I'm so glad I did. So at least Uh this will be slightly different from your research. Oh, I'm excited. Oh my gosh. You know, I, I'm in a bad, I'm in a bad rut, Tammy, because our last episode last week, I did two of the same. Don't you do that to yourself. Oh God. Oh God. You are still putting out a weekly podcast in the middle of a pandemic and the rest of the world ending and you're looking sexy as hell while you're doing it Amy is it because you saw my bare shoulder and Uh now you know I'm not uh wearing a bra (laughs) I was so titillated my uh giant men's hoodie slipped Uh uh, shoulder shoulder and it's it's a whole chapter in my upcoming book I'm wearing my night bra during the day I recently I talked just, about your night bra theory to some yeah. girlfriends and they were like it blew their fucking minds thank you I said and it was an in-law bra too because you taught me you're like in-law bra Amy yep. when you go to your in-law because I was like I have to wear a bra when I wake up first thing in the morning before yep. I go out for breakfast and you're like you gotta have the in-law bra you just sleep mm-hmm. in a night a, a soft Ugh, anyway you yep. blew everyone's minds Tammy <laughs> I'm here to touch hearts minds and large breasts <laughs> 
I just couldn't do it today. <laughs> I had meetings. Oh, yeah, I, I, I had meetings, so I wore this very loose-fitting denim shirt I love over that my... Shirt. So you can't you can't see that I have no support. <laughs> That's the probably the, the honestly the greatest part about Zoom. Everyone yeah. just sees from my clavicle or my mm-hmm. sternum up, and they don't yep. see those low riding no boobies. No just no flying need to. free. It's mm-hmm. probably the best part of the pandemic, but that's it. But I'm in. <laughs> that's that's it. It's good end. enough for me. Uh huh. <laughs> well. Let me tell you about some non-vampire hauntings in Woodstock, Vermont. It's just two mm-hmm. quick little things, but I thought it was pretty cool and spooky. Okay, so um, here we're, t- we're going to the Windsor County Courthouse in Woodstock, Vermont, where Ooh. a hearing was halted mid-session when the door behind the judge's bench swung open and then immediately slammed shut. Order in the court, motherfuckers! Ah! Adjourned! Adjourned! <laughs> a pause came over the room, and seconds later... Oh my god, I'm sorry. I'm actually getting scared right now. Um, seconds later, the jury room door also swung no. open and then slammed shut on its own accord. What the fuck? Were they putting, like, ghosts on trial? Like, Oh my Christ. god. It's probably the fucking vampire people that got yeah. dug up for no reason they're probably pissed as fuck <laughs> um although they should be haunting the like uh mort mortuary no what's it called when you were you examined yeah. dead bodies yeah mortuary thank you oh boy here i go you know i always lose it towards the end of a podcast my brain turns to puddles wait now you're second guessing i am second guess. i have my second guessing eyes on right now uh-oh uh-oh mortuary mortician's morgue 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 Morgue. 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 <laughs> I was literally Mortician's like. Room. Jesus, Amy. <laughs> I, I mean, it's not wrong. I was literally like trying to desperately call up like a like an old like medical television show and like read the signs in my head. Dude, you know? I was doing the exact same <laughs> thing. I literally was. Oh, my God. I think a mortuary is like a freestanding house and like a morgue is within yes. a hospital. Yes. Cool. God, I love language. Language. <laughs> Which mine slowly start, well, quickly starts to wane the closer we get towards <laughs> the end of a podcast and I'm failing mean, it already. Could it be the, the drinks alcohol? are flowing. <laughs> <laughs> so like after this had this story open and slam shut behind the judge's bench and then open and slam shut behind the uh the jurors um like everyone calmed down a little bit and then both no. doors started banging again at the same time opening like that's that's when i just stand up and go no no no, no. just slowly no. walk out it's a hung no. jury motherfuckers no. yep <laughs> And then, uh, oh, the judge at the bench looked out to the people within the courtroom and uttered one word, ghosts. Ah! (laughs) The judge just fully admitted it. Not the word I would have guessed. (laughs) I wish I knew what year that was. I'm just so curious. (laughs) Um, So when left alone in in the courthouse, clerks have sworn that they heard voices and footsteps, footsteps filling the empty halls. Um, and then one other one is uh, Bentley's Restaurant. So apparently there are phantom cocktail parties um, it, at 
the at Bentley's restaurant. I know. Can I come to one of these please? Uh-huh. That'd be so exciting because it'd be ghosts from every era and like no matter what style dress you're wearing, 1800s, <gasps> yeah. 1960s, like you're so cute. in. Mm-hmm. Could be so much fun. Yeah. Um uh so yes. Okay, Bentley's restaurant lost my spot. Um cocktail parties with chairs, glasses, and even money straight from the till flying into the air. Oh my god. It's fucking ballers, those ghosts. Yeah. Um one reported witness ran from the room. Lock, the dining room, locked the door and refused to ever step foot in the restaurant again. Others have seen a young girl sitting on the stairs to the upper floor, running, laughing, and disappearing into nothingness when pursued. Ooh. I know. Uh, employees at the Woodstock Historical Society cool knew uh <laughs> that oh sorry this is the third one uh knew that the, uh, their museum's antique piano was not to be touched uh so when they saw a woman seated at the bench uh playing the piano and the employee reached out to stop her she was like ma'am you're not allowed to touch this and then the woman vanished like a wisp of smoke <laughs> It took the museum director over an hour to calm the shaking employee. Oh, my God. I know. Again, I was in this town for several days for one of my yeah. best friend's weddings. I had no idea. Although I Crazy. we stayed in a bed and breakfast, which I am positive was haunted. Oh, yeah. 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 Real brief. Up ghost and personal coming at you. Um, this is just on the whim. I wasn't even expecting to share this, but I just had a recalled memory. Um mm. I don't think I've shared it before. So, so we're staying here at this amazing bed and breakfast. And I just adore Vermont. This town was so cute. The bed and breakfast was awesome. One of the like top mm-hmm. 10 in America, apparently. And, and it's our first night. Sorry for that noise. That was me knocking my wine glass almost over entirely. <laughs> um, so it's our first night. And I never sleep great any place new on my first night. Right. And this was before I had the confidence to like travel with gummies. So right. I was just fly, like flying solo, like no help, no assistance at all. And uh, I had a hard time sleeping. And then and I kept hearing uh, like, it was only 10 rooms as bed and breakfast. And I kept hearing furniture being moved around above us. And I, I was like, they're pro- they must be setting up for the event. Even though the wedding was at a, like a barn down the road, I, mm-hmm. I knew that there we were going to have like, like wedding, like pre-wedding dinners and breakfasts and stuff yeah. here at this, this resort or this bed and breakfast. So I didn't actually think anything of it. And the next day, I told Ithamar about it. I was like, they were moving around furniture upstairs nonstop all night, like tables and chairs all the time. We mm-hmm. go out onto the, like, this beautiful, huge lawn. And all of us, like, all of the guests were all pointing out our rooms. And I knew which one was me and Ithamar's because the curtains were open. I could see our room because every mm-hmm. room is so unique. Yeah. And that's when I realized there's literally nothing above <gasps> us. Our room was the top floor. There was not even an attic above us. <laughs> Nothing. And I freaked out. And so did my friends who I was with And when I told them. And we found out that the wing that we were staying in was an addition. So it wasn't even part of the original house. Huh. So I thought maybe some ghosts were pretty upset that there was an, a renovation yeah. happening. and there. Yeah. But I was 
not sleeping great the rest I of that I was going to say, trip. I assume you then slept like a baby. Oh, <laughs> if I only had prescribed Xanax back then. <laughs> oh, my God. I was we didn't sleep at all because once I knew, I was able to like write it off the first night. I was like, it's fine. It's just the employees. It's small. It's old. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. But then I was like, what in the actual fuck? That so, is so fucked up. Woodstock, y'all. Some haunted Oof. ass hippie ghosts. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Amazing. I still highly recommend it. But I won't tell. I mean, it sounds adorable. I mean, it was great, but haunted. Yeah. As I'm sure most Cute. bed and breakfasts are. Cute, but haunted like us. Yeah. <laughs> I should have written a TripAdvisor review. You we should have. We are cute and haunted. Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> well, if you're cute and haunted, uh, you should write to us and tell us all about it. We Our email address is upghostandpersonal at gmail.com. Or you can go over to our website, bansheesandboost.com, and click a little button that says, seen a ghost? Yes, I have. And you can also <laughs> get social with us on Instagram, where we post corresponding photos with each episode drop, so you can actually see the shit that we're talking about. Uh, follow us there at uh, Banshees and Booze, or mm-hmm. follow us on Twitter, where we do absolutely we nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but it's a delight, I'm sure, for you to uh, prove prove us prove us right. Go check it out uh-huh. and uh, tell us. Ad- admit it. Admit that we haven't made a post in the last four uh-huh. years. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, that account is Banshees and And always rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, tell a friend or two or three or four. We love getting new listeners. They always have great stories for us that we then share with you. We love doing that. We love sharing Uh your shit because we love some juicy gossip that has nothing to do with us. Uh, Thank you. Uh, I mean, once or twice at least. At least. And uh, hey, Amy. Oh, my God. I'm not used to going first. I'm not used to going first. Her Uh, face. uh, I know. I was like, I'm getting her. What the fuck did we talk about? Uh, Yes, Tammy. If you see a ghost. Uh, Light up a spliff from the 1800s (laughs) on on the corpse of a burning heart. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that you thought was a vampire's. <laughs> Just burn some organs and some weed, baby. Hell yeah. Take a hit. Take a hit. <laughs> hey, Sammy. Yes, Amy. If you see a ghost. Um, just... You know, fo- follow the manual. Follow. There's there's a manual for everything. You know what to do. You've trained for this. It's clear as day. The, you chop off the head. Duh. Just do what you the powers. Burn the, organs. the powers family did this fifty years ago. You guys Come over in Vermont. On. Okay. Okay. Now prod it gently. Prod. No. No. Oh, not that's too of, gentle. Okay. Too gentle. We just need a little more blood. Okay. All right. Let's just try uh, the next grave. We've desecrated this one. Her, did her nails grow? Oh my god! Oh what my is her god. prenatal vitamin she's oh taking? Oh my god! Her hair looks lustrous. Vampire vitamins. Sign me up. Mm, okay. Okay. <laughs> A little vitamin sangria right there. I'll tell you what. It's delicious. Yeah. <laughs> Making me I'm feel not- great. I'm not not happy. That's for sure. <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> <laughs>
That's all we can strive for in this day That's and age. That's all we can try. Woo, we do our best. <laughs> all right, everybody. We will catch you next week. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.